Do you mind if I use my notebook? I asked. Go ahead. I pulled from my pocket a black, oilcloth-covered notebook, its pages held in place with an elastic band. Nice notebook, he said. I used to get them in Paris, I said, but now they don't make them anymore. Paris, he repeated, raising an eyebrow as if he'd never heard anything so pretentious. Then he went on talking. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to episode 23 of the Erasable Podcast. This is our second episode of a paper in which we're going to talk about moleskins with a small m, not the branded ones. I'm Johnny Gamber from Pencil Revolution. I'm here with Andy Wildley, the pocket that holds all of my memories, and with Tim Wassum, the elastic who holds us all together. How are you guys? Very good. How are you? <laughs> Doing Excellent. well. So tonight we're going to talk about, you know, the sort of loosely defined little tiny notebooks that are usually hardcover and usually have a pocket, usually have a, a um, bookmark, but always have an elastic that are, you know, summed up by Bruce Chatwin in the song lines in several places. That one is the short one. There's some longer ones that are really romantic and that I love very much mm. that you can look up. So shall we start the way we always start with our tools of the trade? Sure thing. Go almost alphabetically today, Mr. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> One third of the first. <laughs> um, I am drinking an Allagash uh, Saison. It's a Belgian style ale. It's a Saison. It's not a Saison, unless you're maybe from Belgium or France or something. Um, it's a. I'm reading from the label. It is a traditional Saison with herbal highlights and a rustic dry finish. It's uh, it's really good. It's um, it's kind of spicy and it's a little crisp. It's Ooh. uh, it's not like super hoppy as as crisp beers usually are but it's it's really good it's it's a really good rainy day beer because it has been pouring all day after more than a month of literally no precipitation it has uh the clouds have opened and it's just pouring here today um i was just saying before the show like san francisco weather is just the bay area in general the weather is so weird it's so weird i just like <laughs> i just don't know <laughs> you have to start saving your pencils two of each I did. I know for for a pencil arc. Well, I uh, I almost like soaked my um, my ambition field notes. I you know keep that in my back pocket, and uh, I need. I think I need to get an expedition because like yeah, <laughs> yeah like I kind of dried it out, and it, luckily it didn't really penetrate the cover, which is good. But if I was outside in the rain a little bit more, it would have gone all the way through. Yeah, and just think if you were a sucker and used fountain pen. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> I know. These colors don't run. This graphite doesn't run. <laughs> so I'm doing that, and I am writing with my other bullet pencil. The well, it's the, the uh, my other twist bullet pencil. I got two of them. Uh, it's the black one, and this one does not have the uh, the little clip on it, and it has a uh, Blackwing 602 in it. So that is what I'm doing today. How about you, Tim? Uh, I'm actually drinking port tonight, hmm. which is something I don't usually drink, but I had some from uh, good old Trader Joe's. has a good cheap one that we went to in Asheville this week. Do you, do you want to uh, tell us what you're really drinking? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my, It's actually a, a, a little thing I just worked up. It's a white Zinfandel mixed with Sprite and Hatred. So, <laughs> well, the Hatred is going to get all that sweetness. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, in our show that. notes, we, we fib on what we're actually drinking, but it's a, it's a port. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. It's a Porto Magado Ruby, it's called. What so. do you what do you like about Port? I'd be interested to know. I don't know much about I, Port. 
I'm actually honestly I wouldn't even go as far as to say I like it yet. It's it's like the first time I've had it. It's different. It's it's like a usual wine, I guess, is around fourteen percent mm-hmm. alcohol, and a port is closer to twenty, and it's sweet. Hmm. But it's so it's got like the the weight of a cab sav, like a heavy wine. But it's it's a sweet. It's, I think it's technically supposed to be a dessert wine, like mm. something you have after a meal, and you drink about half of the normal glass of what you would have, a, you know, regular wine. But you know that's for wussies, and I'm drinking a full <laughs> glass of it. But <laughs> um, <laughs> open uh, the cork with your teeth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a friend who's sometimes I eat the cork too. <laughs> not eating, not eating the corks for wussies. I have a friend yeah. <laughs> who, who drinks uh, port with Dr Pepper. Really? Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. That, weirdly, that sounds good to me, but I'm well, like a Dr. Pepper nut. So. Well, I think that, yeah, I think that if it was like, like a, if it was a really good port that you wanted to savor by itself, it wouldn't be good. But I bet like for a cheap port, I bet it's pretty good. Yeah. Well, you know, there's that uh, drink. I forget the, the the actual name of it now, but I've had it before. It's something that's really common in Spain, like on the beach. It's this iced drink that's basically half red wine and half uh, Coke. Oh. And it's actually oh, God, it sounds horrible. Pretty, it's actually pretty delicious, yeah. Hmm. Uh, surprisingly, like they I, just I use like a, they use a cheap wine and they mix it with uh, Coca Cola, and it's it's actually pretty good. It's called a Cali Moco. Yeah, that's yep. it. That's awesome. That sounds yeah. Great. Yeah, that sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, it's it's worth trying. I think I we did it uh, one time. We had a a boda box and over the summer and had friends over and we uh, did that before we. I think we were like playing wiffle ball outside or something like that, <laughs> and so we were outside in our front yard with whatever you just said. Yeah. Kalimoko. Kalimoko. It's yeah. uh the there's one pronunciation that is with an X. It's Kalimoto, but the it looks like the Spanish pronunciation is Kalimoko. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I am writing with a uh, Uni Penmanship 4B hex in my Bob Slate Mountain Tom 6x4 from Johnny. Hmm. I'm still loving that thing. That's my my new my official podcast notebook. Man, a four B. Yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, have you have either of you used the penmanship before? I don't think so. Mm. They're really nice. They're, they they feel a lot like the the high uni, mm-hmm. uh, but the the core is probably twice the diameter. It's a really. Oh th- no! I've I've seen these before. Did you get them at jet pens? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Elaine sent uh, Elaine sent me a pack of the four Bs, and they're um, they're really they're really nice. They look great. It's kind of it's a mixture of like a maroon, black, gold, and navy blue that goes together really nicely, and has some uh, Japanese characters on there too. Hmm. Yeah, the it, it looks really cool. It looks it looks mm-hmm. like the top of a like the top looks like one like a brush like a calligraphy brush or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 really soft and makes a really. It's really nice to write with. Um, it's kind of like the one of the pencils that I would compare to, like the broad nib and a fountain pen or something. Like it. it always will give you a pretty thick line, but it's nice and dark and super smooth. Um, if you put it in the classroom friendly, you get a terrifying point. On it, so. <laughs> Man, they, they only have um, four Bs and six Bs there, and nothing harder. Mm-hmm. And they have triangular ones too. So uh-huh. oh, yeah, man. so I, I opted for the for the hex, but. But I love it. I love it. I, I've been, it had been sent, or I, you know, I got it and it had just been sort of sitting off to the side for a long time. And this week I picked one up, took it to work and was using it in the, 
Yeah, I just yeah. kind of re, re, rediscovered it and That's really cool. enjoying it. You know, Elaine so. um, um, Jet Pens is like like 20 miles from me. Whoa, one cool. of these One of these weekends I'm going to meet up with Elaine. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Good people. How about Take you, Johnny? Take your vanilla and rob them. <laughs> I'll actually be <laughs> I said that talking about them later, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm on my seventh cup of coffee. Woo! I've had a lot of Pete's Major Dickinson's blend today. Oh, yeah. Because um, I was too lazy to go to the store where I get my locally sourced stuff, and that was at the grocery store. But it's good. It's, I think that's my favorite, you know, mass market branded coffee. I like it's funny because like the Pete's like I just now encountered a Pete's store. There's no there's no Pete's in Indiana. And I've been going there and like in the store it seems really indistinguishable from Starbucks. But when yeah. you when you buy like the coffee bagged in the grocery store, I feel like it's way better. Yeah. Plus it's in a black bag, which makes it feel fancy. Yeah, well yeah. Yeah. And then I'll put those stupid looking pictures in the front. Like a bird <laughs> bird in my coffee. <laughs> What's up with that? So um <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually have switched to sparkling lemon water because if I drink any more coffee today, I might die. <laughs> and it's getting late. Um, I'm writing with a tri- too late the to die. Tri- rate. Too late to die tonight. Make it Friday. <laughs> you know that Klingon saying that today is a good day to die? I think Worf has said it a few times in Star Trek. It's, tonight <laughs> is not a good night to die. No, 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 no. It's going <laughs> to warm up to 50 degrees this weekend. Yeah. Die then. Jeez. Dig. Yeah, this dig. morning. This morning here it was uh, 11 degrees, and by the time I got out of school it was like 48. So <laughs> Did it crack it your head? Like, yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was really disorienting. Hmm. But, yeah, our weather's been seesawing around here so much. Everybody's complaining about headaches. Oh yeah, yeah, I can relate. Um, I'm writing with our pencil of the week, which is the Laddie tri and I let my daughter pick my next field notes, so I have the Copper Pipe Night Raid oh, yeah. DDC book, and I have no idea what the hell that color means, but it is cool. Really cool. It doesn't photograph well on the internet. It's like a shiny tan. It's cool. The Oh, the Copper Pipe one? Yeah. Yeah. It's It's so cool to me, like how... Like they got that color from mixing that orange and that silver together. Mm-hmm. Like it seems so economical. Yeah, that was that was the first one of that set that I've used that factory floor, mm-hmm. and it is also the first field notes I've ever lost. Mm-hmm. You lost just, one? Just that disappeared. Sucks. I was like twenty pages into it, and I just disappeared. Did I you know any, it's the weirdest thing. Did you have anything confidential in it? No, no. I mean, just just my like. You know, mysterious. It's your life. Short story notes and. <laughs> See what you have to do is shopping write lists things about people in there, and then you'll never yeah. lose it. Yeah, <laughs> the first page, I'll just pocket. like, I'll make like a like a hit list on the first page that yeah. like I don't want anybody to see. Like people I would have murdered. Here we go. <laughs> the list is this is who I'm going to unfriend on Facebook this week. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. <Boom>. Harsh. <laughs> You're not looking at pictures of my cute kids anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, you guys want to switch to our pencil of the week to Triconderoga Laddie Tririte? Yeah. So Mr. Uh, Tim was so generously supplied us with. Where, where'd you come come by these, Tim? Amazon, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're got them on Amazon. It was uh, I think it was like eleven bucks, and they only come in a thirty-six pack. So yeah. I got a, I got a, a good stack of them. Some to use, some to store, and some to share. So, That's awesome. um. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, a, it was like a deal that was kind of dumb to pass up, especially for liking the uh, liking the laddie as much as I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really so okay. So the laddie trirites come in, if I'm not mistaken, three different thicknesses. Is that what? correct? Is that correct? No, I have no idea. Okay, maybe not. They, I'm not. Not. Oh, too I'm thinking. That of, would be pretty I'm awesome. I'm thinking of the trirex. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. So I really. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, the trirex do. Um, yeah. Okay, I was thinking of the wrong one. Um, no, the la- this laddie is like a perfect thickness. Like I, I don't really mm-hmm. like jumbo jumbo pencils that much, mm-hmm. and like I, this is maybe a little bit thinner than the Triconderoga. Um, which yeah. I actually really like, not the quality of, but like that rubber coating and just the, the size and the shape of kind of that soft triangle. And mm-hmm. I think I like this better because it's like a little bit smaller, closer to, um, you know, a normal pencil circumference that I, that I like, but oh, man, it's just so darn cool looking too. Yeah. Like, yeah. They did a really good job on yeah. the finish. There's so it's many, fantastic. so many pencils that are triangular that have like a round ferrule and sometimes a round eraser. Mm-hmm. And, I hate that. Yeah, and this this one, like everything is that same triangle shape, that ferrule, the wonderful Ticonderoga, green, yellow, green, yellow, green ferrule uh, is just perfectly the same shape and the eraser is great too. And it's all it's all aligned with the edges. It's, it's so nice. Yeah, it's good for getting those little tiny erasing marks. Yeah. Yeah, you can use the edges. And... Yeah, I, is it it smells nice. Is it cedar? Do you know? Like, can you tell? It smells like it's what the the other fat pencils are made of. Mm, okay. I have no idea what yeah. that is. <laughs> yeah, it's light it's, colored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's my, mine. That's my only gripe with it that it's not fragrant like the regular tra- laddie is. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't tell because one, it's mine's fairly fragrant, but one half is has like the reddish tinted, almost like when you see a real cedar pencil and the other side is the real light color so it's like two different slats smashed together yeah but it's uh it's interesting how they make those like i um i think charles once like drew it out for me like what the two slats look like in order to come together to form the triangle shape and a lot of places like apparently you know where they make the, the golden bears now it's just not set up to do that so that's why there's no longer a golden bear triangular oh okay uh, that was a really sweet pencil yeah. too. I'm gonna wax wax nostalgic for that. Mm-hmm. Well, Shit a tear. Drop me a drop me a text if you need some more because I sort of hoarded them. <laughs> Did I tell you how I how I got all those? No. Uh, so when I when I worked there um, for pencils.com, I was working remote from Indiana, um, and I was going to this like social media breakfast. I was on a panel of speakers, um, and I wanted something that I could just like give to the audience. So I asked them to send me like a, like a gross of them. Um, and they're not that much as a gross, like maybe 30 bucks. And, um, and I was expecting to have like maybe a hundred people there, but like 60 people came. So I handed out, I handed out 60 of them and still had like 80 of them left. So I've, you know, I've, I've been using, I've been going through them, but like not super fast because I always have these other pencils to try out. And yeah, so I have I have some, and I'm trying to be pretty judicious with what I do with them. So I'm definitely going to sit here in front of everybody listening and tell you two that you know, if you need some, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Um, what grades yeah, would you guys I, go for? Oh man, go ahead. The only thing making me, the only thing keeping me from giving it an A, is that it's a pain to sharpen. So that's the only thing. Like I had trouble finding like a good sharpener for yeah. it, which Johnny don't even don't even say it because that. No <laughs> oh, I just like I'm full of just like you know like boiling regret every time you when when you sent me that picture. But tell us tell us how you sharpen yours. Well, um, Troy at Classroom Friendly Supplies has a new sharpener that's plastic and it sharpens fat pencils. Or I think it's designed for fat pencils because it doesn't do a very good job on regular pencils. Mm-hmm. But it even took the Faber Castell nine thousand jumbo and made a point that looked just like that sweet long fat factory point. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Gosh, that's so cool. And it yeah. doesn't leave bite marks. It has rubber teeth. Mm. See, now well, you're going to reach so the mic that, and choke me. <laughs> let's put those rubber teeth on the regular ones now. Yeah. I wish there was some way to get that faceplate apart, but it looks like it wouldn't go back together. Somebody told me that they put, um, oh, like that silicon you can put on stuff that like hardens. Um, they put that on those teeth and it really helped. What? <laughs> I can't remember where to find that, but I'll... We need to find a recipe for this. Yeah. This is a project <laughs> we have to do. <laughs> we do a live video. Yeah. We should put that... Um, we should put that sharpener that you're talking about, the, the fatty one, in the show notes. Oh, crap. I forgot. Yeah, yeah the, one that, the one that I've used that works the best for me is the Statler. Um, it's like the... See, like a cylindrical one with the two holes in the top? Yeah. One says graphite, one says graphite plus color. Yeah. Like it has like a slightly larger one. So that is the only sharpener I have that has a larger hole that doesn't put like a, the coom wedge puts a really short stubby point on it, which I hate. Yeah. So this one gives me as close to, you know, like sort of a medium point as I'd like. Because I, I tried knife sharpening it, but. I bet that's know, I'm, hard I'm with the got, triangle. Yeah, it's kind of hard, but I've so it does definitely doesn't look as pretty as I've gotten some of the other ones to look. But I got a nice long point, but the core is so soft that I'd start writing with it and it would just kind of break off. So yeah, um, so this it seems like it needs to be, or at least yeah, for the point that I want, it's it's got to be like sharpened in a in a, in a manual one. I but have a, this. I have, this one works pretty well. Yeah, I have an old crappy like classroom um like old boston sharpener with that like rotating wheel of like different sizes circumferences it can take and i Mm -hmm. i could use mostly i just have that for decoration now because i just really hate how it just chews up a pencil and yeah yeah it's it's (laughs) and it's so it's so old that like it also doesn't leave a very smooth like like wood point like it definitely looks Mm -hmm. chewed so yeah. I need to, yeah. So I just had like a an old like I don't I didn't have that one, but I had an old like um, I think it was a Coom handheld sharpener that I got back from my pencils dot uh, pencil things dot info days. Yeah, somebody at my school has one of those uh, the electric Exacto sharpeners. Yeah, it's like real super heavy duty, and yeah. it has a hole that it fits really nicely and puts a really nice point on it, but it's. Yeah, it just it eats like an inch yeah. in order to give you the yeah in order to give you the point, so that's not worth it. Yeah. So it looks like we uh, kind of across the board all said A minus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So that's is that better, uh, Johnny? I think I can hear you typing. Sorry, <laughs> that's all right. Um, <laughs> I think across the board that's uh, 
like better than most of the other Ticonderos, right? Like we ra- we rank that higher than that one that we just. Yeah, that thing was poopy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a piece of junk. But who, who was it in the erasable group that found some old like '90s Ticonderogas made in the USA at Office Max? Oh yeah. I'm trying to remember. I didn't who. see that. Yeah, it was it was really good. Like they they said they just got it at Office Max, and it was definitely made in the USA, and it still said. Um, Oh, it still had the uh, like kind of the '90s branding on it, and it was it was really really impressive. Like, I wonder. I just, I just wanted to know the story of like how that was still on the shelf. Like somebody found it under a under shelf and just well, like, stocked it. Isn't is Office Max the one that's going out of business? Oh, is uh, it? Yeah, I think Staples is yeah. buying Office Depot slash Office Max. Wait, because the one. Because we have an Office Max and an Office Depot in town, and one of them, I'm pretty sure it's Office Max, closed. And like, so there's a, a sign on the front of it that says like, "Go to Office Depot," which is on this address, or whatever, or at this address. And so um, my guess would be that it was just sitting in the back, and like they were going out of business, and they were just kind of like bringing everything out. Oh so. man, yeah. And the Staples bought Office Depot, so there's going to be just one, just one mega. Thing. It's got to be like a, ooh, yeah. Mm. Staples, I don't know. Uh, Staples is the best pencil selection of like. Yeah, yeah they the carry Staler. Yeah, yeah. No, I like I, I, I'm I like Staples. I, just the idea of there being only one. Yeah. Though, like. Yeah. Makes me sad, but. I'm scrolling through our group. You know, there's so much content that happens in this group. Oh, this is like, on uh, Twitter. Oh, it was yeah. on Twitter. You're, oh, I did. you're right. Because um, I never hear anything cool on Twitter. I yeah. Like, well, this is why I'm on Twitter. Yeah, it was somebody that you follow and you tag the two of us in it as well. Um, I'm trying to find it. I know that this is not the place to talk about pens, but have you guys been following this Esterbrook controversy? Yeah, it's pretty hilarious. Yeah, I don't even that's know what that is. Insane. So, so are you familiar? <laughs> do you remember Esterbrook? The um, oh, the old um, like fountain pens. From like the 30s, 40s, 50s. Johnny, they're the uh, fountain pen choice of Ernest Hemingway. Yes. Hate to break it to you, but yes. he liked well, you know, to he, switch out the nibs. You know. He made mistakes, you know. <laughs> mistakes <laughs> were made. He <laughs> married four times. You know, he admitted when he was wrong. Went back to pencils. Yeah. Right? right? <laughs> Tell me he did. <laughs> For the love of God. Um, so, some, so their trademark expired. And um, like, like Pencils.com and Blackwing, they, like this other guy picked it up. Um, and unlike pencils.com and Blackwing, they, he is trying to reproduce a pencil and, or a fountain pen and is not putting very good thought into it and has just made like some super crappy thing. And, <laughs> and Brad, who's like pretty, pretty honest when it comes to stuff like that, just kind of called him out for it. And I guess they're kind of fighting right now. So, uh, everybody should listen to next week's episode of the pen addict, uh, in order to find out the hilarious conclusion. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like a. They're making a, they're charging four hundred dollars for a pen that they're probably spending like ten bucks to make yeah. in China or something yeah. like that. And, and apparently they don't look like the old Esterbrooks even, which are be- I have an Esterbrook and I think it's one of my favorite pens. Um, yeah. So, anyhow, that was a little off topic, but so we're we're giving the Triwrite a solid A minus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what made you give it the minus, Andy? Um, I think the sharpening was was a good one. Um, oh, see, I didn't have that problem. Yeah, well, uh-huh. <laughs> what, so, I give it a minus because it's not made of cedar. Yeah, it's a minus right there. Yeah. Um, I don't know, and I guess lately I've just been sort of just 
unimpressed with like Ticonderogas in general. So this one is impressive compared yeah. to the, the, the other ones. My daughter promptly stole one. Cause Tim sent a few to a few to each of us. Yeah, it's in her backpack. She's like, I like this one. <laughs> Usually, she doesn't come out and say it. it's a little more coy about it. <laughs> Ooh, I wish under, I had one of those. You just I'll send push, her some more. Do you just push her out of the way and then I grab it back and be like, No, it's mine. <laughs> no, she's got a lot of my um, sort of like '80s and '90s vintage stuff, of which I only had one, and she asked for it, and you know, I couldn't say no. Yeah. No, I'll steal it while you're sleeping. <laughs> Switch it out while you take a nap. You take it while she's sleeping, and then like she gets up from her nap, and it's just gone again. Like she's already gotten it. Like sometime <laughs> in, the, in her sleep, she came out and got, took it back. <laughs> yeah, there was an empire that was pink that I took back from her, and I woke up one day and it was sticking out of my calf. So I leave her pencils <laughs> alone now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't even know she came in the room. <laughs> Her teacher's not listening to this. So, shall we move on to our fresh points? Yeah. Awesome. Cool. We'll start. Oh, I like I like the word you have here. Sharpener Palooza. So I, I kind of uh so Mark Tucker, who runs the newly minted Write Analog blog, um he and it's I really been, well done. Oh yeah, he's he's super detailed and thoughtful with his reviews and like very scientific, spending a lot of time on them. Good writing, good photos, good blog. Um, there's a link to it in the show notes. He he had a um, kind of a sharpener review uh, comparison, uh, comparison review, I should say, um, about just like several of his little handheld sharpeners. He had like the Elven Bullet in there. He had an, a, a Kuhn Magnesium like Long Point one. Um, and he had one, like the thing that I'm always in love with, like the, the old AW Faber uh, Janus sharpener in there. And I saw that and I'm like, oh man, that's so gorgeous. Because I always, I always comment on that when I see the somebody talking about the Janus. And he sent me one. I'm like, holy crap, this is amazing. Thank you. That's it's a, awesome. Yeah, we he had an extra one. It was the 4046, which is a little bit different than the 4048. Um, there's some very subtle differences to them. Um, I, I previously thought that the 4046 was the like uh, silver, like stainless steel version of the brass 4048, but the uh, 4046 that I'm holding right now is also stainless. Um, excuse me, brass. So I decided to do a little little comparison myself, and I, I get it started. And because these Janus sharpeners are so old, um, my blade is dull. And um, because they are slightly curved, it is fairly impossible to sharpen them. And because it is really old, it's fairly impossible to find replacements on eBay. So I'm going to have a little adventure and try to figure out how to sharpen this blade. Um, and it's like definitely no fault of marks or anything. I just, uh, it'll be an interesting challenge to figure out how to do this. Um, I've been trying to play around with the idea of um, taking like a regular coom blade and putting that in there and just like tightening it down so it curves a little bit. Um, because that's kind of the the big thing for me about this is it's it tapers a point. Makes it really long and gorgeous um but this blade is way thicker than a coom and also it screws in from the middle um oh. yeah and it, it kind of looks like a um like an old-fashioned safety razor blade uh, like oh. some of the first safety razors i think a schaefer's was the brand i can't remember um because it, it's kind of double-sided so you can unscrew it turn it around and screw it back in but huh um, yeah but yeah, I, That's cool. I definitely, I tried, I tried it out and it sharpens the wood just fine, but it, instead of sharpening the graphite, it would just dig in and snap it. 
So I have a kind of a half, like I, <laughs> my wife was just like, what are you doing? So I had like a bowl <laughs> and a, a pencil and I was like sharpening the pencil all the way down. It's about, it's about a, there's maybe like a third left and just this like bowl of shavings. Um, so I definitely, yeah, gave it a good trial and try and tried it out. But, um, <laughs> but I also, because I was interested in them, I bought that Alvin bullet, the brass bullet, um, it, the point's not my favorite, but I really, really like holding it, and it's so portable. Do you, do you guys have one of these? Yeah, I I don't. Yeah, awesome. They're like four bucks on um, Amazon, and it's they're it's, down to four bucks. Yeah, maybe it was score like, more than that. I yeah. need another one. It's um, it's really like heavy, like not heavy, but like it, it has a good weight, and it's really compact, and it has like a medium to short point. Can you um, say it come like, with a warning about uh, lead? No. Oh, mine, I got the Mobius and Rupert one that I bought at Dick Blick, and um, there's a sticker on it talking about lead and uh, washing your hands and stuff like that. Huh. It turns out that your average American is exposed to more lead than they recommend when you use your keys one time. So, <laughs> Oh, well. Yeah. That's the only lead in pencils. <laughs> yeah. brass sharpeners. That's why Coombe stopped making them. Yeah. Well, yeah. This... Wait, Sorry, can you send me the link? Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Um, and then I also picked up, a, it's a long point sharpener, um, a Kuhn magnesium one, so it's super lightweight. Um, and it is not like the the other one that has like a two-stage sharpener. It's just one altogether. So it's pretty nice. It makes a really nice point on it. Did, did you get the new one that's bead blasted? Or is it the uh, this one that's is, very... This is bead blasted, yeah. Awesome. I don't have uh, one of those yet. Mark was talking about how he could like... It's magnesium, so he just needs to get like some some steel or flint? No, steel. No, Flint. I'm sorry. And he can, like, make a fire with it, too, if he needed to. But that yeah, my, my friend Dan and I did that once. That's awesome. And, uh, well, we did it with a match or a lighter, and we didn't think it would get that hot. It was on a table, and we lit it, and it was like, shoop, when it burned a hole in the table. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Don't try this at home. Put, put, the, <laughs> put that Dan's in your EDC. <laughs> so, uh, so speaking of things for sharpening your pen, well, first of all, thank you so, so, so much, Mark, for that. That was a super generous gift, and I... Well, I can't use it right away. I am going to have fun trying to figure out how I can. Hey, um, I think it's cool that you're trying to use it. Yeah, and I I, I also talked cool. to um, oh man, Gillis, uh, Gills, our one of our our uh, erasable podcast um, group members. Gill, if, if you're listening to this, I'm a stupid American. I can't pronounce your name. Um, <laughs> please <laughs> let me know how to say it phonetically. Um, and he has a big collection of these Janus these Janus sharpeners, and it's pretty impossible to find just the blades um and still again hard to find the sharpeners themselves because they're expensive so uh speaking of gifts general generous gifts from people and sharpeners uh we need to have a word about toffer um yes i think you guys would all be in agreement to me with me that this is a super super cool thing that he sent us um absolutely yeah he so his uh, fiance lives in france and he went over there to visit, and uh, he came back and sent uh, three uh, Openel uh, knives, sharpening knives, to um, Tim to distribute. And this this really pretty blue. Um, is this wood? This mm-hmm. handle, yeah. And uh, just a really nice long sharp point uh, that you can kind of lock into place with this little like ba- rotating band. Um, and yeah, these are the ones that they always recommend for sharpening pencils. Um, I'm Super bad at sharpening pencils, but I feel like I can now try to get better. 
Um, so yeah, that, and then also some, uh, some Calipino products. Um, yeah, those pencils have almost identical finish to the last American run of the Ticonderoga black. It's a mouthful. Oh, yeah. They even smell the same, but I don't think they're cedar. Yeah. So it's, it's the kind smell of a, in that paint. It smells so good. Oh, you're right. I just sniffed it. I see it. <laughs> you guys are better at this than I am. I, I do not instinctively sniff my pencils. Sure. What? I, I didn't smell it. Someone told me. <laughs> Some weirdo. <laughs> someone, someone told me at school. <laughs> and I Locker like, room talk. I like those Calipino uh, notebooks too, but they're just white, so I always like stain them really easily. Like I put them in my jeans and they turn blue. I always get coffee on them. Yeah, I love I, that. Uh, those are those are beautiful. Yeah. I didn't I didn't send you guys this. I very selfishly kept it for myself but (laughs) they come in like a cardboard box Mm. it's just like a really simple kind of like folds in on itself uh, a few times like it's not i guess it's not really a box it would fold out flat if you like um you know opened it all the way up but you can just kind of like tuck it and fold it and slide it together and so it can have this really nice textured uh, look just like the notebook but it's like nice textured box a text textured <laughs> box that it came in yeah that's awesome mm. yeah so uh yeah thank you thank you toffer we'll uh try to gather together some, gather some cool stuff to send you yeah yeah um the other thing i wanted to mention is uh inquisitive which is one of mike hurley's other shows on um the relay fm network uh he had jim Coodle on which uh, was pretty cool they talked about field notes mike's a big fan uh there's some interesting kind of inside information on field notes and some history uh, which was really neat kind of to listen to. So uh, check check that out. Um, I'll put a link in show notes. And by the way, we haven't said it yet, but if you don't know this already, show notes are at erasable.us slash 23. Um, that's where they'll be. So yeah, Jim's an interesting guy. Um, it was Yeah, that was a good show. Did you guys listen to that? Uh, not yet. But... Yeah, I listened to the other one. I thought it was the same thing, his earlier one with Kudal. Oh, on, um, check it out. Yeah, I think he had him on before when it was Command Space, right? Yeah, and there were a lot of trains in the background, which I thought was cool. Yeah. I don't know why I think that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> the last thing I'll mention, um, have you, did you guys see those Word uh, notebook adventure journals? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, those are cool. I, I was kind of surprised that they weren't, like I love the design on them. I think it's like the cover is gorgeous. And the color, yeah. Yeah, the colors are great. Um, I was kind of expecting it to be a little bit more rugged of paper, like almost like an expedition, like something that was maybe a little bit more waterproof. Um, but it's it's also, I mean, it's one of those notebooks that people either love or they hate. Like it's um, like it definitely has like a very structured layout inside to put your location and the date and the condition of the environment you're in. Um, <laughs> what does the other one say? Companions? Yeah, and then some notes. I would feel a little bad actually using them because I don't really go on adventures. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> going I think on I'm an adventure. adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get could... some from uh, the kids because kids have adventures a lot. That's true, yeah. You know, it's like an adventure for every page. Like a tra- grown-ups, grown-ups don't do that, but yeah. everything's an adventure for them. <laughs> like today I went to school. Boom! There was a dance. Page two. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, th- those are pretty cool. Um, I'll, I really like that brown. Yeah, that brown's really good, and um, and the yellow too. Like it's it's differentiated enough from like right in the rain yellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, bravo, bravo. So that is all of my fresh points. Um, Tim, how about you? 
I got a, another generous package from uh, our collective buddy, Will Fangy. Uh, yeah, he sent well. me my, he sent me my first Baron Fig. Uh, he nice. sent me a, a pocket notebook. And this is the light bulb edition. Mm, parody. So yeah, it is really pretty, and I like that. You know, purple purple is actually my favorite color. So I was excited about it. I, it's. I really like this purple, and I like the texture on the cover. Uh, the The size is still kind of throwing me off. I wasn't ready for uh, the different dimensions. Uh, kind of like the short short fat. Uh, look to it, and it's, it was kind of funny because I got, you know, Will sent me that, and then Toffer sent us the the Calipino notebooks, and both of them in their notes to me apologized for them being dot grid. So, <laughs> like I've been, I've been very <laughs> over the top in my dislike of dot grid apparently because both of them apologized. You know what? If you don't like, sorry about the dot grid. <laughs> if you don't like the podcast, Tim, you just don't have to listen to it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we even put that together. Yeah. Uh, so paper, paper. We're talking about. Um, <laughs> Will's, but, uh, Will's cool. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to uh, returning the favor and hooking him up with some stuff from my, from my stash. The the one thing I did notice about it, um, I opened up the notebook and there was like a long strand of white thread just like hanging out inside, and like know. a weird, weird little. Was it yeah. attached to the stitching? Mm-mm. <laughs> Nope. Yeah, I really, I like the Baron Fakes a lot, but their quality control needs to yeah up a little more. But they're yeah. still I mean, they're, they still function. Yeah. Um, if you if if you want to interact with Will, there like he has he has so many podcasts. He has like <laughs> he's definitely been bitten by the podcast bug. Will is on my um, he's the co-host of my other podcast that isn't nearly as cool as this podcast. <laughs> no <laughs> um, offense. <laughs> Uh, Doc Grade is the name of it. Sorry. <laughs> that was my <laughs> blatant sub Good plug. right there. Yeah. Good podcast. Yeah. Um, my only other point I was going to make is about, um, I, I had sent you guys some texts this week about some things that have been showing up in my classroom, which was rather exciting. Uh, my, for those of you who don't know, I teach eighth grade, so I'm around like 13, 14 year olds. And, uh, Every once in a while, they'll ask me about my pencils, especially when I have a black wing. I actually got a question today. I got the paintbrush question today, which I've mentioned before. Um, is there a paintbrush on the end of your pencil? Um, <laughs> but there's a kid sitting second row working on an assignment, and I had just happened to bring a black wing pearl to school that day, and I had it behind my ear. I was talking. I had given them an assignment, something to work on, and I looked down, and a kid had a nice, long, fresh black wing pearl in his hand. Oh, wow. He's just writing away. He's going at it. I'm just like, oh, cool. And I let him work for a while and I checked in and said, asked him about it. I said, hey, uh, where'd you get that? He goes, oh, I, I asked for it for Christmas. It's like, oh, my new favorite student. <laughs> that, uh, is a, that is a geeky kid, but awesome. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, so he asked me, he asked me that. And then, uh, I, I, did I did I tell you guys a story about the other teachers who ordered black wings at my school too? No. What? I'm no. like the I'm like the black wing evangelist at my school, but <laughs> I had two two teachers that were like, "Hey, hey, I know you're into this kind of thing. I just I want like a really good pencil. What should I get?" And so I showed them, and I kid you not, like I told them, and then month went by, like two months go by, and then one more one morning, a couple weeks ago, one of them pokes his head in my room and he's holding a black wing six hundred two in his hand. He goes. Check it out. I got some off eBay. 
was like, oh, cool, Cloud. Tell me what you think. I hope, I hope, hope you like him. And he walks out of my room. Two minutes later, the other guy walks up and goes, hey, check it out. <laughs> and he's holding a Blackwing 602. And he's like, I got, him, I got some for Christmas. I forgot to show you. Wow. So on the same day, they both come in to show me that. Yeah. And now they both have classroom-friendly sharpeners. I think there's like four of them in the school now. So good things are happening. Man, you're, you are um, an evangelist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The world then I have, Tennessee. Yeah, and there's another kid who had uh, ended up with Blackwing 602s and was came up to me today and asked me a question about jet pens, like, which I've never, definitely never, never mentioned. But he goes, <laughs> have you heard of this website <laughs> called Jet Pens? I'm like, yes, I have. <laughs> Why, yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I was almost like scared that he was going to find out, like find my blog through Jet Pens or like find <laughs> through some wormhole or something, like end up, you know, like listening to this podcast, which would terrify me. But um, <laughs> so yeah, so a lot of that kind of stuff has been happening. I've had like probably a dozen kids since that, those two kids started using those in class and like using them down to a nub and like, you know, they're not, they're like never going to lose them. I've had kids asking me and kind of, uh, there's one kid I gave one to, and then there's been more kids who have been kind of slyly trying to get me to give them one too. I just, <laughs> just kind of said, no, I was like, no, <laughs> you should, I don't like there's, you. There's this website called jet pens. You should go check it out. <laughs> you have, I don't um, like your face kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're just trying to be cool. Um, but yeah, so that's that's really those are the the two things. I just thought that was really cool, like seeing black wings uh, coming up in the wild with young people, which was uh, yeah, pretty exciting. That is so the cool. kids like, and, and I'll every once in a while a kid will ask for one, and I'll have them behind my ear, and I'll, like he'll be working on a test, or she'll be writing something in the middle of something. I'll just hand it to him and say, "Give it back to me at the end of class." <laughs> but I, I watch them when they start writing, and uh, and they, their eyes just kind of yeah open up a little wider and they look at it for a second and they just start writing. Oh, and then cool they walk away and you turn into Liam Neeson. And you're like, I will find you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taken. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so that's all I've got. Johnny. Johnny. You? Well, uh, I should thank William Min first because in case you don't read my blog, that's a revolution has some sweet new logo work, which is yes. super exciting because I've that. never had a logo on there before. Yeah. Let alone a really cool one for which I just bartered some cool pencils. Did you know, did he ma- also make one for your other blog, Stencil Revolution? Yes. Oh, good. But okay, uh, good. that one I did not pay for. <laughs> well, I paid for it in blood, but. Well, yeah. Not mine. But thank you to Will. And his, his blog will be in the, the show notes. He's got a really cool blog. Um, he's done two really long posts about pencils in the not that distant future that are pretty cool. It's such an interesting, uh, I feel like his, his writing is like a perfect glimpse into his mind. Like you can see him just like starting to think about pencils and thinking about things that he's never thought about before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. He's got a really cool Instagram because it's like my babies and pencils, <laughs> which is cool. Um, also, I don't know if folks might already know this, but, Generals makes a Cedar Point number one. I think it's new because they don't have a box, and Gary has them on Notegeist. This tell is not an advertisement. I paid for them with money. But <laughs> Tell me again oh, what number one equates to in the other hardness scale. B. B, okay. As in, these B, awesome. <laughs> so they don't have the number 333. Three, three, B three, is three, in bitchin'. B. <laughs> Shh, we can't use that word. <laughs> and pencils. But, um... They're really cool. The box just kind of has a sticker over where it says number two. 
Yeah. And the pencils themselves just have a one. It's really neat. And at first I didn't notice a difference. And I don't know if they're darker, but they're smoother. I need to test them a little more. I kind of forgot I had them. I don't know why how that happened. Um, another cool thing is this, like, I hadn't bought pencils in a while until I, I ordered stuff from Notegeist. And now my house is exploding with Ticonderoga stuff. Because apparently I won some sort of contest on Instagram on handwriting day. <laughs> and then a package shows up at my house from them. And it's wrapped in um, yellow and green ribbon, which is just really cool. She's like, what? I was, I was like, geeking out. And I'm like, they wrapped it in yellow and green ribbon. <laughs> did they ask, Look what came for daddy. <laughs> like, did they ask you for your address or did it just show up? <laughs> They did ask me for my address. So okay. We have your address. I'm like, okay. Are you going to send me a card or something? <laughs> I, I feel um, like they, they've sent you things before, like that sharpener. Like They should have yeah, already had that. That's what was in it. It was um, the sharpener, but they repackaged it, so it comes with a dozen pencils, which is really oh, cool. Yeah. And a pack of their neon pencils. They sell at um, Staples. And it looks like they hand-selected them. They're, like, perfect. Oh, wow. Very excited about that. And then this week I was in Hagerstown, Maryland, which is birthplace of the guy who invented Tabasco. Um, and there's <laughs> an office next there. We were at a military funeral for an old veteran we knew. And it was my dad and my brother and I. We were starving. So, you know, you got to find Panera Bread. And there was an office next. So I ran over there and they had um, those Ticonderoga golf pencils. Oh, yeah. That, those are so adorable. Yeah. I've been stocking them on Amazon and they were like 15 bucks. I'm like, ah. I'm going to give them all away. I don't want to spend 15 bucks on them. But they had them marked down to $6, and they had four packs. I mean, they're kind of crappy. The um, the ferals are crooked on pretty much all of them. But I went to pay for them, and they rung up for a penny. What? Like, what? what? So I almost bought all of them, but I figured you know, that... three other people can have a surprise. So did they, did they literally just charge you a penny? Yeah, I, I bought <sighs> some colored pencils there, and they were like, $4.24. I'm like, wait. <laughs> okay. Clearly, your computer doesn't do math correctly. I need to find but, an Office Max around here. Yeah, I think they're going away. Yeah, we had one that looked like that when I lived in Carbondale, and they closed it and made it an Office Depot. It's office Max has good lighting. That's how you know you're not in Staples. You can see stuff, and there's no <laughs> carpet. So, um, yeah, I'm like there are like more hundred more Ticonderoga pencils in my house than there used to be. <laughs> but I'm probably gonna give all these golf pencils away. They're pretty cute. And the erasers on them are really small, They're like itty bitties, hmm. half the size of a regular eraser. Yeah, so adorable. Yeah, I've seen them on the on the internet. They're they are super cute. I'll send you guys like a whole crap load of them. Oh, there's one in Palo Alto. I totally need to go there. <laughs> <laughs> there's one like downtown San Francisco. Huh. Do they do that thing they do in Baltimore where the downtown store, you know, everything's twice as expensive? Probably. I. I've, yeah, you're there. Like, yeah. yeah, we catch you. Well, no, I, well, I I live in San Mateo, which is like like 15 miles south of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So I uh, there and so they have like regular big box stores around here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a there's an Office Depot or Office Depot Office <laughs> Office Depot Topra. They roll in there like, how come this pack of G2s is thirty six dollars? Because you're here and you need them. <laughs> you're paying for outrageous rent in this space, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is in the harbor. Yeah, the rent's pretty high. Yeah. Um, my last fresh point is, you know, the the Target dollar bins are really famous and awesome, and their spring stuff includes some really cool pencils that have rockets, uh, owls, 
I forgot what the other ones have, but they're pretty adorable. And a little um, net bag full of pencil topper erasers that are cupcakes, uh, robots, and... Robots? I forgot the other one. Like, they were owls. So my daughter wanted to give me a rocket because I have rocket band-aids. They're daddy's <laughs> band-aids. So I have a rocket pencil now. I do she used like, to, like, half of one. I do, band-aid? Oh, no, pencil. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 there are more band-aids. Get rid of that one. No. I do love robots. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, they're um I think they were a dollar or two dollars for the little bag. They're really, really cute. Really cute. Did I tell you I couldn't bring my big target thing with me when I moved? Oh, bummer. I oh, had, that sucks. I know. I had one of those giant um like nine foot wide like target pencil displays um that said like welcome to our school shop or whatever. And I knew a guy who knew a guy and I, I got, to, I took it home, but I, there's no way I could have gotten it on the truck and to this new place. Plus if I did in this much smaller space, my wife would have killed me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, there's nobody around here. I can just like give it to who would appreciate this. So I folded it up and threw it in the trash. It was so heartbreaking. Oh, should have burned it. Stood around it. And- <laughs> it's, it's so big. I probably would have said something else. on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and like throw in a 300 acre woods fire <laughs> in other news fort wayne burned down because it was a giant pen- and i, I would have used like pencil shavings as kindling giant flaming pencil yeah. <laughs> uh, i hope target does another set of colors this year because yeah that's really cool that they've been doing that yeah those ones from last year were sweet awesome so should we move on to our Main topic of small and moleskin style notebooks. Absolutely. Awesome. So well, I, think I don't we know about start you. with an explanation of what small and moleskin means. Yeah, these are well, I think the name came from the skin which people or the skin. The cover material that people used to use for um aprons and tablecloths and stuff that was an oil treated cotton uh canvas. But moleskins were covered in uh vinyl until recently. So I don't know if you guys remember, they used to laser engrave them. There was a company that did that, and they had to stop because it makes you sick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah, burning PVC creates um, sulfuric or hydrochloric acid in your lungs. Oh, man. Really bad. They're trying to ban uh, vinyl siding because it's really harmful to firefighters. Hmm. Yeah, Hmm. the more you know. (laughs) So they've taken that of a lot of pencil stuff. Like Now the old PVC erasers are just plastic. And they're like, PVC free! And they used to say, hey, PVC, it's great. <laughs> PVC, um, yeah, you know me. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I, th- I think we can include things that aren't made of that material but are you know, that size with an elastic and a pocket and usually a page marker. Yeah. The, uh, the ecosystem ones that were my favorite were, I think they were paper covered in latex, and that could be separated for recycling. It was really well thought out. But... um. The, I don't know about you guys, but the regular, the big M moleskins, that's how I got into nice stationery. Like that was sort mm-hmm. of the gateway for a lot of folks, like Black Wings are now. You know, get for caught sure. up in that. It's Italian. Hemingway wrote with it. Thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I did buy when I got them. Like, oh, no, no crap. Definitely. <laughs> I never wrote that's anything amazing. cool. Yeah, I, I stopped using them when. Um, it stopped being a notebook and it started being a brand and they had reading glasses. Like, yeah, yeah. this is lame. Plus, uh, they started to be crappy. 
I do. The, uh, the $19 carpenter pencils. Or... Oh, yeah. yeah. My wife bought me some of those recently. Um, she was in New York and went to the, the Moleskine store. Mm-hmm. They're like really nice, but they don't come with a sharpener. So if you don't have a, you know, good knife skills, you're screwed. Or at least at the Barnes and Noble, I asked, they're like something crazy like that. $15 for two of them or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Okay. Where were these made? Heaven? <laughs> 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 they do, they feel good on your skin, on your skin, on your hand, but, um, <laughs> the, the price is ridiculous. I don't want to know. <laughs> like rub it on my leg. Yeah. <laughs> I I do really um have to hand it to Moleskin because I, I I think that that was the brand that I I first where I first noticed like a nice style notebook. Like I mm-hmm. I think I think I bought one of those maybe like late high school early college, um and I was I was like this is really nice. There's a place in here for a pocket. Um yeah it's. It's it's a I mean it's a lot of people will just just rail on a moleskin but and how do you say it I hear moleskin I always say moleskin but then yeah. I know it's totally wrong I th- I mean that's how I say it yeah we talked about it before didn't we it's like moleskin is the actual yeah but I'm like most I'm not people say moleskin like yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah and and they have some cool special edition ones like I bought a really cool like Pac Man one. Uh, there's a Lego uh, one that I don't have, but I really want. I really want what? the Simpsons one. Oh, the Simpsons one is really cool. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I have the Little Prince planner. That's pretty. Oh yeah, yeah. I had the Darth Vader planner. So last year. Now people are gonna stop listening. I'm like they like moleskins. And and like you know their bar- <laughs> their marketing is a little over the top. Like you know, yeah, with who are, who used it? Um, Legendary notebook. <laughs> But it's, uh, I mean, but it's a, a solid notebook, and it has. I've never had one fall apart. I've had a lot of them. Um, the paper is not my favorite in the world. It's a little thin, mm-hmm. um, and I, I know that they're kind of sketchy about their paper too, aren't they? Yeah, it changes they all the time. Yeah, yeah they, it's never changed. It's always the same stuff. Like, pfft, no, it's not. Yeah. For a while there, G two would literally never dry, and then oh wow, they had some later that dried instantly. Huh. Yeah. So yeah, I, I've. I've never found them to be like a, a ridiculous notebook. Um, should we should we talk about the the blog, Johnny? Yeah, Moleskinery was the the original stationary blog. Yeah, it started back in what January '04. Yeah, I think that fun. inspired a lot of people to blog, including yeah. me. And Armand sort of disappeared for, again for a little while, but um, he was like the big daddy of everything. Yeah, he was really really generous with um you know, links and promotion and stuff like that. So if there's, there's some weird miracle, he listens to this. We love you. <laughs> um, and then that what happened. Remember the, the history correctly. They bought the blog and Armand ran it and it was still pretty cool. And then Moleskine started running it. And I don't think anybody reads it anymore. It's really terrible. It's, it's been, yeah, such a long time since I've like even looked at it. It yeah. doesn't even load. It takes forever. Like, why am I sitting here for five minutes waiting for this web page to load? Yeah. I'm going to write my Moleskin about it now. <laughs> the, the, the blog that I, I just kind of about Moleskin like notebooks that I think I've I followed just really closely when it was in its short, in its short run is Black Cover. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a really great blog. Um, he didn't go very long. It was mostly, I think it was mostly in the like the 2000 okay it looks like his last post was 2011 but 
I remember it being mostly around like 2008, 2009. Um, mm-hmm. There was a guy, I'm trying to remember his name. I want to say Nick. Um, he had a, a blog, blackcover.net, and he basically was just looking for the perfect um, black notebook, basically the perfect moleskin type notebook. Um, and it, there was actually some like really cool stuff that happened. Um, he really loved this one called a stiff, stiff flexible, uh, all one word. And it was basically a little black notebook that had like a little bend um, in the cover. So you could just kind of bend it backwards as you were, you know, using it um, and or, or like tuck it in your pocket. So it was it was stiff, but it was flexible. Um, paper is really good quality. Um, it had this really cool like green um, like foil gilding on it. Um, it was an Italian brand. And correct me if I'm wrong, Johnny, didn't he like spawn them to like put it back into production again? Yeah, that was my understanding. Yeah. He, they didn't uh, last long. They were kind of big here for a little while. Yeah, they they kind, of, they kind of went out of business. Um, yeah, this guy lived in Italy in 2003, and he came across the stiff, flexible notebook made by Mazzuolioli. Um, that's I'm such a stupid American. Um, and he just, like, purchased a bunch of these things. And so he really loved it. He brought it back, and, and it generated enough of a buzz. I think he was boing-boinged at one point um, where they started making them again. Um, and apparently that didn't go so well because then they stopped. And uh, I, I, could, I mean, I, I could never find this anywhere. Um, oh, they were sweet. Yeah. And they included a note in them about being fountain pen friendly. Yeah. And it was so cool. Like even, even the little envelope in the back was really neat. It had like a flap that allowed it. You could almost use it as a bookmark as well. It was just a really cool, I wonder if I can find them on eBay. I'm not, I'm not going to check. I don't even want to know how much that would cost. Oh, back in the day, I found some at um, Tuesday mornings. I don't know if you guys have that where you oh, live. Oh, yeah. We had a Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I found all the ones I had for like five bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he did have a review in there of kind of the the new Stiff Flexibles. Um, they came in multicolors. There's a really pretty green one. Um, I'll put all these links in show notes. I have one with the earth on it. Really? Yeah, I don't remember what it said. It said something kind of stupid, but it was cool looking. Cherish the earth. It's full of my innings now, so it's all right. <laughs> oh, look, I just ran across a comment that I left on that in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> now we feel old. <laughs> <laughs> Linking to my pencilthings.info blog. Which, if, yeah. if by the way, if you go to pencilthings.info, some like SEO some, something or other grabbed it, and now it's all about home interior design. <laughs> like thing. writing for search engines here, here yeah. are the here are the resources vapor intrusion investigation under like the the resources section that i don't know this is really weird um so yeah blackcover.net was a really cool that that that's kind of what i use if i'm trying to reference a little black notebook that i can't remember as i'll i'll go check them out um so yeah, why one of the questions, why are they so popular and why are they so imitated? Is it are they specifically copying off of the moleskin like all these other brands, or is it something that is just a really great design and everybody needs to have something kind of standard like that? Yeah, I, th- I think it's along the lines of why there's so many three packs of saddle stitch notebooks. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's a cool format. Because I love field notes and all, but they didn't do it first. Moleskin did. Yeah. They had those cahiers. Yeah. 
quite a bit yeah. before. That's the first the first thing I thought when I saw Field Notes. It's terrible. It's like, wow, what a ripoff of Moleskin. They're even craft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's really a. I mean, it's just a, it's a timeless look. You know, it's I, I get the impression that it's a a style of notebook that's been around for a long time and. I mean, when you look at it, there's nothing that could be dated about it. So there's not much you can improve on it besides just the materials that go into it. But it's a black notebook, the black band, and a pocket in the back. You know, it's it's one of those kind of, I feel like it's one of those perfect little designs that there's really no reason uh, to improve on it besides the quality of the paper. Um, it's not something that's really gaudy and it's going to stick out and attract a bunch of attention or you're going to be like embarrassed to pull it out. It's just very, very clean, very simple. And yeah. Yeah. So, so if you were to take kind of like your favorite features of all of the ones out there and kind of string them together, what, what would your perfect notebook look like or have in it? Hmm. You go first, Tim. Uh, <laughs> well, my, I feel like, um, the closest thing to the perfect one for me, which I don't know if this really like counts, but this, well, actually I'll backpedal a little bit. I think, uh, paper wise, the best I've had in this sort of style is the Blackwing slate. I'm really in love with the paper in yeah. there and I love lined, the lined paper in there. So, but I, the, I'm not a huge fan of the, the pencil slot on the side. I just don't use it. And mm. I think I like the, just all together kind of look more like a, a I, I love the, the Rhodia web notebook cover yeah. that has like kind of a soft uh feel to it but as far as qualities yeah i mean i think the slate is a is it 100 pound paper or what is it or it's if it's not 100 pounds, it was, it's like 90 pound it's really yeah. thick yeah i thought yeah i was thinking it was 100 and that's that's about perfect for me so yeah. i think that's the main quality i'd be looking for for me it's just the paper i don't i want to have a paper that i don't have to think about like can i use this in here or well, is this going to work or is there some paper that even certain pencils will kind of show through on the backside. Yeah. So, and I just like that, that I don't have to think about it. So yeah, paper is the most important. Looking at my review mm. of the slate in here. Yeah. It's a, that's a hundred pound. Yeah. The yeah, Palomino luxury notebooks are 90 pound and Rhodia is 80 pound. And who even knows what Moleskine is? <laughs> yeah. It seems like Whatever 60 they or 70 say. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Johnny, what would your kind of ideal be? Um, I don't know. I used I used to think that the perfect moleskin would be a moleskin made of recycled paper, which was sort of granted by those ecosystem notebooks. Um, I don't even know if they make them anymore. But um, for- I think the Forest Choice are are recycled, right? Oh yeah, I forgot about those. I don't think they have a moleskin sized one. I think they're just like little cahiers. I think I I miss the the old moleskins when they were, you know, they were sort of esoteric and you'd have to go to a travel bookstore to buy them. Oh yeah, and that I I know everyone you know pooped a brick when they found out they weren't made in Italy. I'm like, well, they were nicer <laughs> when they were made in Italy. I'm like, they were never made in Italy, but <laughs> they did used to be a lot nicer. Like the ones that I have from um, 2003 when I was working on my master's degree are like still perfectly fine. The elastics are good. Ones that I had from a few years ago, the elastics have shot. Like, okay, sums up. Yeah, my but, elastics uh, always, always breaking. 
Yeah, I feel like they were perfect. And then <laughs> my elastic got... always be breaking. <laughs> <laughs> it's an album title. <laughs> they used to be so nice. Now, you know, they kind of went downhill and it became a brand instead of a notebook. And their, I, the, their website has a lot of like, did you ever go through and like pick what kind of a user you are? And there's like the worldly traveler, the hip urban <laughs> journaler. I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> Oddly enough, I got pencil blogger and podcaster. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was targeted specifically to you. They were reading my internet history. <laughs> now, their old website was really cool. They, st- they like pulled up random movies they were in, including Amelie, which wasn't true at all. <laughs> yeah. But I, they used to align themselves with, uh, I don't know, sort of... You know, you, hey, have you read Bruce Chatwin? Yeah, I've read Bruce Chatwin. Now, I don't think anybody knows who that is. <laughs> it's a shame. He's a really good writer. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. So, what are you guys' favorite moleskin, big M or small M style okay. books? I think I have, I think I have three of them over the years. I, I have to first uh, mention, I'm a little embarrassed. I have never owned a uh, turn. I Oh, yeah, I haven't either. I, and, and you have, Tim, right? Uh, yeah, I've had one. Yeah. They're really nice. Yeah, I I don't think about them enough. I don't. I just don't see them enough and buy them in the in the wild. But there's a bookstore in Asheville that sells them now. I might grab one once I need a new one. I almost mean to get one. They have a a big one called like a Master Book or something like that. That's like bigger than eight and a half by eleven. That um, is a good night, a title for a book. <laughs> the Master Book. This is the book, boy. <laughs> The book tells you what to write in it. <laughs> in old country, book writes you. Um, <laughs> no, it's a yeah, it's a good brand. I think you say Lich termed, but I don't know that for sure because I'm terrible apparently with this. Um, but I would have to say that my favorite of the just like plain old like sidebound books would be the the web notebook, the Rodia web notebook. Um, I discovered that that was probably right after I discovered the Rodia notepads. I kind of I found somewhere where they had this, and I just loved it. Had the orange one; it was bright, but it wasn't like Halloweeny. It was so great. Um, I also had the um, moleskin. Uh, it was the A5 size, the five by five by eight and a half uh, moleskin, but it was a reporter notepad, uh, so you could kind of flip it up. Um, being left-handed and not resting my hand on that spine was really great and i uh i love that thing i that's one of the first notebooks i think i used all the way up was a reporter pad they're pretty good um oh johnny just said they you make a road they make a rodeo like that now yeah yeah Mm. they're really cool yeah like the cover folds all the way back how's it bound um it's sort of bound like if you bought one of those uh portfolios that you can slide a legal pad into Mm, it's mm -hmm. like that but it doesn't come out Okay, but they're so to, pretty. I have to check that out. Yeah, I love. Oh man, I just. Love I have it. one, and my wife stole it. Like, I love being really Rodia. stole it. It's gone. Yeah, I think Rodia is probably consistently my favorite paper brand. Yeah, they they did something better this time. Instead of letting the elastic destroy the cover, they put a little indentation for it. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I've I I think I've seen these. Yeah. Um, and then I guess my last one was. Was uh, so I was I think I may have talked about this before on here, but for a long time I used a gallery leather uh, planner, a weekly planner, and in two thousand I think ten, maybe eight, maybe nine, um, I decided I didn't find a color of the gallery leather I liked. They kind of switched up some of their layouts, um, and I was really looking for something new. So 
uh, on 43 folders, which is this old kind of like productivity site that Merlin Mann ran, I um, basically put a call out for the perfect uh, notebook and planner. And I listed all these specifications that I was looking for. And lo and behold, there was a bunch of comments. Like there's over 100 comments. And somebody suggested the Moleskin notebook plus planner. And it was perfect. It had on the left side, it had the actual weekly planner. And on the right side, it had a, a blank line page like just uh, a, that's how yeah, my like, my Darth Vader one was. Yeah, it's it's so great. Like I, it worked just the way my mind worked. It was perfect. But now it would just be almost impossible for me to use a, um, a paper planner. I have to do it digitally. So, um, and if I did have a paper planner, I would just be duplicating my efforts. So I don't use it anymore. But I still just love that that layout. I don't think I found anyone who like replicates that the way that Moleskine did it. So those are kind of my three favorites. How about you, Tim? Uh, well, the first one I already kind of mentioned, the Blackwing Slate. Yeah. I'm a big fan of. I like that. The second one, uh, these other two are really ones that I've been using for a long time, and yeah. I'm still very attached to them. Real quick, Tim, I'd, I'd be interested yeah. to know about the Slate. What do you think of the spine? I, that's that's the thing. That's what I was saying. Like, I, the, the longer I use it... Um, I'm not crazy about it. I mean, it does allow it to to lie a little more flat, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but and actually, I should not be too hard on it because mine got kind of frayed kind of quickly hmm. um, from actually actually because of the ferrule on the 602 <laughs> oh, well. sliding in and like kind of catching. Oh, but yeah. at the same time, it wasn't that bad and. I'm almost done with it, and it stayed just intact, just fine. So it only needs to survive as long as I'm using the notebook, you know. So, yeah. um, but but yeah, the, the spine's interesting. I think I like that it, it that it lays nice and flat. The paper is really the the yeah. all star of of that notebook. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I can use, you know, yeah. I mean, of course, any sort of pencil can use comfortably all the way to broad fountain pens, and yeah, it's really nice. Um, yeah, the, the other, uh, the next one, which is, was, you know, we talked about how Moleskine for you two was your um, entry into nice stationery or like when you notice there were, Oh, there are good notebooks. I don't have to get, uh, you know, a Captain America notebook for a dollar, at, uh, <laughs> which is awesome, which I still do buy sometimes. <laughs> there's actually, there's a. Uh, this, this writer Natalie Goldberg, who wrote a book called uh, "Writing Down the Bones," which is a this really cool book about writing. And one piece of like one of the, it's it's split up into these little essays. And there's one essay at the beginning that is actually pretty influential uh, on me now that I think about it. But it was all about choosing the right instruments to write with. And she told like, she said what she used and had all of these kind of ways she thinks about like what notebook am I going to use. And she's this very like Zen kind of personality in the writing instruction world. But, hmm. uh, but she mentioned <laughs> that she uses those notebooks like that have stuff on the covers, like these cheap, cheapo notebooks, just because she doesn't want to take herself too seriously. Yeah. And so if she's writing in, you know, like an, uh, a Lisa Frank notebook or a, <laughs> or like a Iron Man notebook, <laughs> first of all, she's, she's not going to be afraid to mess it up. Some people with Moleskins are like afraid to, yeah, 
to mess them up and use them actually. And then also she can think back and be like, yo, I think when I was working on that project, I was using, <laughs> you know, I was, I was using a green lantern notebook or I was using a <laughs> Sha- Shaquille O'Neal notebook. That, <laughs> Space jam. Notebook. Pretty old yeah. notebook. I, def- yeah. <laughs> I definitely have uh, several of those. Where's Waldo notebooks from target last, last season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those are cool. Yeah. I wish I would have gotten some of those. <laughs> um, but my, my kind of first, step into this world was the 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 pocket-sized hardback moleskin the lined paper Mm -hmm. the i guess it's around three and a half by five and a half something like that and that is one of the few stationary related things that uh, i have been using pretty continuous like continually from high schoolish time until now i still have one that i have going and actually there was a I think it was about a year ago, and it was right when I had found out about the pen addict, because uh, that was kind of my entry into this community. And there was word over Twitter or something that uh, Kinkos was going to stop selling moleskin. I don't know if you remember when this happened. Uh, I think and they, so. And so I went to my local one, and they were all marked like seventy-five percent off or something crazy like that. Yeah. Uh, and so I what? bought like six, I bought like six of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, so I had a nice <laughs> a nice stash. And so I'm using I use one now. Those are my uh, I don't talk about them a whole lot, but I, I like them. They're te- I, they're the paper's kind of terrible with inky pens, but with pencil, it's great. Yeah, uh, I really and really love it. And they're a good size, and they're hardbacks, so it's like mm-hmm. yeah, they don't they, distort. Yeah, and they're able to lay pretty fairly flat too. So mm-hmm. I I love those. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one is the Piccadilly notebooks, which I've talked about before on here. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of, especially the big ones, which are, I don't know the exact size. I would say eight by 10, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're almost like a little on the squarish side rather than like the eight and a half by 11. I'm pretty sure. And I, I, I really like those. They, they do the papers a little inconsistent. Every, every one I've had works really nice with basically any pen I use, but every once in a while I'll have one that the paper has seems to have a little bit more of a texture to it, and so the pencils will wear down, wear down faster is the only complaint. But they're, they're so cheap, and they're, they look good, and it's pretty rare that I have that problem. So yeah. um, those, are, those are the three that definitely stick out for me. Well, speaking of the stiff flexibles, I've had a few of those that definitely would be on my list of three. Because they were kind of thinner and more pocketable than a regular moleskin, which I thought was cool. Um, and number two would be the ecosystem one. Um, I, I have no idea if this company still exists, and I haven't been to Barnes & Noble in a while. Um, but they used to just be like an exclusive Barnes & Noble thing, and they started selling them online. But they're a USA-made um, recycled Moleskin and the elastic is organic cotton and stuff like that. And they were really cool. Yeah, and they're, the paper- they're online. Uh, ecosystemlife.com. Awesome. Yeah, they stopped making planners. They used to make a planner like you were talking about. Um, and like the 5x5x8.5 five by five by size. Hmm. That was one of my favorite planners I've ever had. And yeah. then in 2012, they're like, yeah, we're not making them. Like, Grr. I don't remember what crappy planner I had that year. <laughs> but I hated it on principle. Um but lately, I've, at Barnes & Noble, sometimes they'll have the colors nobody wants for like three or four bucks, yeah, which is a steal. So no one wanted pink, so my daughter made out, got her some pink ones. Mm-hmm. She really likes them. She filled them up really quickly. Um, my favorite Moleskine notebook is the old 
2003 Moleskin Big M ones. Um, I remember the, the day I bought one, I went to the Bob Slate in um, Porter Square in Cambridge, and it was the big thing. It was like this time of year, I was getting ready for my comps so I could get on my master's program and move, and I didn't know where I was going, and my PhD applications were all in. It was a very nice thing to have to calm myself down. Yeah. And back then, I, the paper was better. I used like crappy pens and space pens, and the paper didn't degrade at all. It was fine. Hmm. You know, ones from a few years ago that have a gel pen, and the paper's going all wonky. So, yeah, if you go back in time and buy those, that would be sweet. The elastics are probably better. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been going on for a while. You guys think we should sign off now? Yeah. Do <laughs> these people break out? I want to apologize to everybody. It's been a while since we last put out an episode. We've just had a lot of scheduling differences, and now there's all these different time zones between us, which is no excuse, but it makes it harder. So we'll, we'll try we to. Missed, yeah. We missed each other. Yeah. Sometimes For we sure. Just, sometimes we just want an online group hug. <laughs> I always I love those those moments where I get out of work and I look at my phone and there's like a chain of twenty five text messages between the <laughs> two. I'm like, I get to catch up and see what they've been talking about today. It is it is interesting. It's, it's yeah. We we definitely like use a group text like other people use Twitter. It's just like an like an ongoing conversation, <laughs> and there's probably something new in there every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Like to the point where I'm pretty sure on at least on my phone that our group texts like max out my phone and then I, like all of a sudden I, w- I won't be able to I won't be able to respond until I delete it and just start over like yeah sometimes you phone. have to go and you have to just delete images from that from that thread sometimes <laughs> yeah. sometimes I have to do that a lot of you pictures get back and forth yeah. It's, yeah it's online it doesn't count against you yeah but then it shows up in your Google Picasso album oh my God does it. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe they solved that, but for a while, like I, 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 had, I had a friend who, uh, a coworker actually, who um, had an Android phone and uh, somebody came in for an interview and she was also in that interview and he asked her, I was like, Hey, just so you know, like I was like looking you guys up and found your Google plus profiles and your, your Picasso pages. And uh, there's some pictures of you in your underwear in there. You should like take that down. He said this in an interview. <laughs> and uh, so she, she looked back and and apparently she had been at a um, department store and she was in the changing room and she let her daughter play with her phone who was there with her and her daughter <laughs> oh was like God. and and just put it in the camera roll but it automatically backed up to Picasso like the default setting was wow. was to send it to Google so she went in and deleted those out real quick and we had to figure out how to turn that off. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything that embarrassing. <laughs> Conscious of the fact that it's in my pocket. Yeah, just lots of pictures of kids and, and pencils. Yeah, occasionally, hey guys, look at this beer I'm drinking. That's <laughs> that's the hard stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, where can folks find you online, Andy? Uh, I am online at um, at a wellfle a w e l f l e on Twitter, um, and my website is woodclinch dot com. Uh, you can find me here or on the dot grid podcast, which is nerduprising dot co slash dot grid. How about you, Tim? You can follow me on Twitter at Writing Arsenal or at Tim Wassum, and that's W A S E M as in uh, Masterbook, which I'm now like, <laughs> kind of obsessed with. I love the idea of it. But I think I'm. I, I would order one. I think we're at thirty-five bucks. But. Thirty-five bucks? <laughs> yeah, on Amazon. But email them. Uh, they'll send you a copy for review. Uh, well. Ooh. You can you can read my uh, very occasional writings at thewritingarsenal.com. 
And you can follow me on Instagram at the writing arsenal. How about you, Johnny? Awesome. And I'm Johnny. You can find me at pencilrevolution.com and on Twitter at pencilution. Um, and on Instagram at Johnny Gamber, although lately there's more cuteness and less pencil on there. Mm-hmm. Um, we are Erasable, the world's only and best pencil podcast. We're at erasable.us. You can check out our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash erasable, which is probably one of the best groups on Facebook. I'm sure yeah. they use us as a test case at Andy's job all the time. All the time. And <laughs> I, I do bring online up online awesomeness. Um, and we have a page now at facebook.com slash erasable podcasts, which is our official Facebook presence. And you can find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash erasable podcast or at erasable podcast. And please review us on iTunes, recommend us on Overcast because this increases our vis- visibility and probably will put pressure on us to podcast more for you so that you don't have to listen to an hour and 41 minutes of us <laughs> every three weeks. <laughs> well, I, mean, I would love that personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. do love that, guys. Yeah. 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 Thank you for listening. And we have a lot of more pencil stuff and uh, paper stuff in store. Of course, we have pencil stuff. But, um, you know, stay tuned for more awesome paper goodness. Yeah. Mm-hmm.